You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. EJSE has opened its doors for the final day of the trading week, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sandham Private Wealth. Yesterday, throughout the day, I, I thought maybe the market's going to tip over a little bit, but then, of course, it rallied into the close, particularly the tech stocks. Uh, sorry, the S&P, the tech stock's still down. So, as usual, the market goes down, gets all the bears excited, and then up it goes again, or rather steady as she goes again. Yeah, morning, Lindsay. I think that's a perfect synopsis. You know, looking like it was going to tip over last night, as you said, and at one stage in Nasdaq down two percent at its worst. Yes. Um, and looking a little bit, a uh, little bit scary, like this might be the day. But uh, as usual, what's happened? Um, you know, we basically the Dow came all the way nineteen points. I mean, closed at twenty eight thousand four ninety four. I mean, at its worst, it was twenty eight one eighty one. I mean, it's almost close on three hundred points lower. Same with the S and P. Same for Nasdaq, down half a percent. So, I think I think you're going to see this volatility, Lindsay, going towards as we get closer to November the third. Um, but I, and I also get the feeling people just don't want to take a position. So. They kind of want to be on a flat line. So you might not get massive set-offs before the elections. I think people want to sort of uh, stay neutral. I noticed volume on the U- on the U.S. last night also quite and as well. So I think that's going to be the theme for the next few weeks. Okay. What do you, do you cover in your morning meeting, please? So a couple of things we spoke about. First of all was obviously on Mr. Ramaphosa's grand plan that we saw yesterday afternoon and the comment of how little it actually moved the RAND. I mean, we spoke about it on your show with David. I mean, it looked like it was flatlining. But a RAND strength this morning on the back of it. But, uh, yeah, I think it was generally well received. That was the one point. And then, then we had we had a brief touch on, on Pep Core came out with, a, with earnings yesterday or trading update was, was slightly worse. Um, but in general, I think that the general feeling is from a South African point of view, all eyes on the medium term budget in a couple of weeks. So you, I think you're going to find again, like the elections, we've got the same with the medium term budget. That's the big data point for us. Uh, we're going to kind of sit on our hands until then. All right. So the reaction to Sir Ramaphosa's speech yesterday afternoon, what are the press mm. saying? What is the desks? What are the desks saying? Because to me, the RAND doesn't move. And, and so they don't no. really know what to make of it. And I, and I think, you know, as we've always said with currencies, they're quite a, it's quite a good barometer or, you know, the feel of, of what a, a country's doing. And, and look no further than the RAND. It did, I mean, this morning is a little bit of RAND strength, but I think that's more sort of dollar weakness, quite frankly. The big one for me was, was, uh, yesterday while he spoke, it literally had a two cent range. It was like, it was, a, it was yes. nothing going on. Um, but most of the rhetoric, this, saying yeah it was a nice speech and we've heard it all before and if we can implement it it's great but uh, we don't quite know where the money's coming from blah 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 and i saw a few comments on twitter as well saying well uh, did you see that unicorn and the rainbows yesterday too i mean genuinely we've heard this before it was not taken overly seriously the big one though is is of course mr titi momoeni's budget the medium term budget uh, that's going to be the key because all these plans once again require money and South Africa is not in a position where we have a lot of money. We, our debt to GDP is getting worse by the day. So I don't know. I mean, they came out with a comment yesterday, according to modeling by Treasury, this, this wonderful plans implementation can raise growth. I think they said 3% on average over the 10 years. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that, that's pan the scar stuff. You, mm. know, you need money to do that sort of stuff. Um, I think the one negative for me was, I'd say negative, you better be careful what you say. Yeah. I mean, they're extending the COVID-19 relief grant um, to the poorest of the poor, and it's not their fault. I think you know, the government shut the economy down. So, yes, that it's probably well received, but 
but where is it coming from? How are they going to pay for that extension of the COVID-19 relief grant? And so there's a couple of, I think it was erring a little bit more on, on the negative side, quite frankly, but um, ran a little bit firmer today, as I said. Maybe it's more the dollar feeling. But again, once all eyes on Mr. Um, uh, Tito Mumboini, it's going to be more important. Yes. Have they set a date yet, by the way, for the MTBPS? Yeah, I think it was either. I think it was the twenty eighth. Yeah, I think it was the twenty eighth of this month. So it's towards the end of the month. So it's about, I think two weeks. Two weeks on the Wednesday. Okay, let's have a look at the spot prices. You mentioned the rand, and yes, it is a little bit stronger. We got it close to sixteen seventy over the last thirty six hours. It's now sixteen fifty nine against the US dollar. The British pound against the rand is twenty one forty two, and the euro rand is nineteen forty three. With the euro dollar one seventeen ten, that's a stronger dollar by about a third of a percent. Uh, so the rand is displaying some independent strength this morning. Last night in the United States of America, the Dow Jones was flat. The S and P was down very slightly, having been over one percent weaker at one stage, and the Nasdaq, as you said, was down over two percent basis the futures yesterday afternoon closing last night down half a percent this morning in the far east tokyo down 0.4 shanghai up a tiny amount hang Seng up three quarters australia down around about half a percent commodities gold has regained 1900 for its own it's unchanged overnight to 1910 dollars per ounce platinum is 859 which is down 10 palladium please nick uh, unchanged, 2,352. Okay. West Texas Intermediate crude is $40.61, down 0.85%. And the Brent crude oil price is $42.78, which is down 0.9%. Okay. Let's have a look at some of the... Oh, just quickly before we go to the movers, I've got this morbid fascination about Sassel. And as I've just mm. spoken about oil, where's Sassel this morning, please? Your morbid fascination. Sassel this morning... It is, last price is 105.70. That is down 1.82%. Okay. Looks very quiet to me. And uh, looking at the top five major moves, what a surprise. Hammerson, having been top of the losers board yesterday, is top of the leaders board this morning, up 4%. Carlcheck, again, 48 rand a share. Look at this thing, 2.1% higher. African Rainbow Minerals up 2%. Altron, nearly 2% to the good. And Richemont, after LVMH's numbers, which came out, I think, yesterday, uh, sort of gave a yeah. boost to the sector. And Richemont <coughs> hanging on to the coattails of LVMH, up I one and three quarters. I, I think there was something out of Richemont this morning regarding their... Loyalty scheme. I don't... Yeah, there was something out there. That was one of the things yeah. we, I forgot to mention we spoke about on a morning meeting because people are scratching their heads. They're saying it's on, it's off, it's on, it's off. I mean, they cancelled that uh, and then they haven't cancelled it. Now the loyalty scheme is back on and no one really knows quite what to make of it. Um, there was, of course, we spoke about the rumour of possibly LVMH, but the more I read into it now, it's, it seems unlikely. But they do seem to want to push ahead with um, with, with sort of making the, 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 the South African Richemonts and the Swiss Richemonts, all the other shares that have primary listings around the world with Richemont, uh, a sort of fungible uh, asset where they can, you, it's intertradable. Because at the moment, I think it's like, you know, 10 Richemont shares on the JSE to birds, one on the Swiss, or there's some sort of weird change. So it seems to want to push ahead of that. But, you know, it's a bit of a, you know, everything to deal with Richemont and Mr. <laughs> Mr. Rupert seems to be quite complicated when you try to go through the stuff. On the 9th of September, they took the decision to temporarily postpone the issuance of warrants under the proposed shareholder loyalty scheme. Now, 
this morning. It says, following a review of the company's DR program in South Africa and the implications of on cross-border trading, Richemont is pleased to announce that it will proceed with the shareholder loyalty scheme and issue tradable warrants to its shareholders. So it's done a complete 180 here. It's complete about Yeah, and there's a, cost, there's a cost to these things too. I mean, that was a comment this morning, all the consultants coming in and going as well. I mean, there's a cost to, to doing these things on and off. So yeah, a bit, bit frustrating, I think, more than anything. No other stock exchange news service announcements. So um, let's mm, go back to that. Quiet. Yeah. Uh, so Richemont up one and three quarters percent anyway. Uh, Distel down two and a half percent. Telcom down two percent. Liberty Holdings down nearly two percent. And MediClinic down one and a half percent after the trading update yesterday. Anything else outside of those, please, Nick? No, I just just uh, once. I just want to make a comment to the banks. You know, stronger rand again this morning. Um, and a general sort of a little bit of a positive slant to the market, but but once again these South African banks uh, are down. You know, Standard Bank down half a percent, Ned Bank down almost a percent, like well at ninety eight rand twenty five now. You know, well under hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's something we need to keep an eye on. You know, I've always said this that that the financial markets always lead sort of you know sectors or, or economies up and they lead them down. And uh, I think we really need to keep an eye on these SA banks. And quite frankly, if you looked at the US banks last night as well, um, also had a bad session. And the European banks, European banks are sitting at decade lows on, that, on the European bank. Oh, I think all-time lows on the European banking index. So I think for people listening to the show, you need to keep an eye on this. This is quite a good indicator for where economies are going. And the banks in locally as well as abroad are telling you that, uh, you know, things are still quite tough out there. Okay. Um, give us the indices, if you would, Nick, after mm. 52 minutes of trading on this last, last day of the week. Yeah, last day of the week, uh, the indices are telling a better story than our banks. Uh, JSC All Share up by 0.3%, 157 points, 55,001 exactly. Uh, top 40 is 0.33%, Thermo 50,668. Uh, mixed bag across the board. We've got consumer cyclicals leading us higher, 1.154%. Uh, basic materials also having a decent day, 0.97% up firm by 0.43 and technology also in the green by 0.37 on the laggers we just mentioned that financials down 0.57 percent consumer non-cyclicals down 0.36 percent and healthcare as well it's not aspirin because that's a little bit of a bid today but healthcare index down 0.37 percent as well nick thanks so much for that nick kunzer is from sun and private wealth that was the opening and nick would be back with me for the five o'clock shadow just after five The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.